was riding number nine Heading south from Carolina I heard that long wow Some whistle blow Warning, this radio show contains strong language, excessive use of alcohol and tobacco products, and a whole lot of bullshit and nudity. We here at WBWalker.com are not responsible for any lewd behavior, recklessness, illegal acts, or unwanted pregnancies. Directly caused by listening to this radio show. Viewer discretion is advised. friends and neighbors this is your radio friend here old wb walker and today i'm coming to you on behalf of an old walker family friend old cousin johnny and his company artisan grange friends if you dip smokeless tobacco you really need to try out artisan grange hemp dip their products don't have any tobacco or nicotine they have cbd me myself i don't dip i've never dipped smokeless tobacco tried it a few times made me sick but this product right here is something that i've tried and i thoroughly enjoy I've talked to a lot of friends and family that I know that dip, you know, and when you dip and when you smoke, when you do stuff that you know ain't good for your body, you do worry about the health concerns and stuff like that. The warnings on the labels are there for a reason. So I've talked to a lot of folks that mean a lot to me. A lot of them switched over to Artisan Grange Hemp Dip. They got two different products. Dub Blend has a more traditional dip flavor. Canstead delivers an earthly, you know, kind of more of a refreshing flavor compared to traditional tobacco. If you'd like to find out more about it, friends, you can head your big ass on over to 975dip.com, 975dip.com. I tell you, friends, I will never play music for you here on the Old Soul Radio Show that I wouldn't want to listen to myself. And when it comes to anything that I mention to you here on the show, it's stuff that I thoroughly enjoy myself. I've tried every flavor they got. Me personally, I like the Dublin Mint. But they have all kinds of flavors. They're all good. So like I said, friends, head your big ass on over to 975dip.com. That is 975dip.com. Hell, tell old cousin Johnny that uh, old WB sent you. Uh, oh. y'all to put your hands together and let's give a big round of applause for a fellow that drove a long way to be here come up from alabama got a two-month-old baby he ain't done many shows since his wife gave birth so this is one of the first ones he's done in a while so let's just thank him and appreciate him for coming to hang out with us ladies and gentlemen my brother drayton parley how are y'all doing tonight Thank you all for being here on a school night so late. That was really very cool of you. Now, WB, uh, <clears throat> this is a WB show. It's, 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 you know, WB Walker's Old Soul Radio Show Live. This is the second one I've done. He's done several throughout the years. I've been honored to be a part of two of them. And this is kind of how they go. I don't know how many of y'all have been to any of them, but uh, now you have. 
They're usually uh, he he finds a lot of great talent, and so you'll you'll find yourself at a show that's got a lot of artists on the bill. It'll be a late night, and uh, it'll be a good time. And then he he'll like to come in and, and he'll introduce everybody and kind of tell you how he met him and, and his story with them and all that. But uh, I sent him. I knew nothing. I'm just a kid in a little town in Alabama. It's got uh, 1,200 people that are living in it, and it's called Woodstock. It's a big podcast came out about us. It's called S-Town. S stands for shit. So I'm from Shit Town, Alabama. Yeah, that one. And uh, I just shot in the dark. I mean, I don't know who to talk to. You know, I just know I've written a couple songs, and I'd like I'd like people to hear them. And uh, I knew about WB, so I shot an email. I don't even know if I'd ever even sent an email before, maybe. You know, it was like the first one. And uh, he replied, and I drove up to uh, Dingus, West Virginia. And I did a little podcast episode with him. Got to meet him in the flesh. And it's been it's been a brotherhood ever since then. So all that shit, just to say, it's a huge honor to be here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, before I even start, I want everyone to give a huge round of applause for every other person that stood on the stage tonight and played before me. All right, let's go. I'm going to start with a song that is not released. This one's called Stop the Clock. Yeah. 
Okay, thank you all. Are y'all going to hang around a minute? I didn't want to, like, rush anything.
just like me and you we'll go dancing in the dark and i'll take it way too far the way i do Thank you. That's that's the only murder song I got, so. Yeah. I was like, no fucking shot. I could call myself a country artist unless I had, you know, a murder song or something like that. Still not sure if I'm country or not. Um, I put an album out. I recorded 14 songs in my bedroom in apartment 45 at Brook Villa Apartments in McCalla, Alabama. Pretty fucking crazy. I had to work that day at 2.30. I had the songs and, um, I didn't have the money to take it to a studio, so I set up a $80 microphone I bought off of Amazon at the foot of my bed. I woke up, I had gotten home the previous night around 5 a.m. from work. I went to sleep, I woke up at 10. And uh, I set all of that shit up and I recorded 14 songs. I hit record, I played the songs. Every time I finished, I hit Woo! stop. And I kept doing that until 14 of them. Yeah. Really cool. I'd love to hear those songs in the studio. <laughs> but, you know, one day. Maybe like the 10th anniversary or something. I don't know. Anyway, I put out uh, what would be my first my first album. It's called Heart of Life. And there's a song on it called Pitchin' Fits. And uh, I wrote I wrote that song and it was one of those it was one of those moments where it just kind of pours out for you and uh, it wasn't hard to do and I showed it to my brother and me thinking that like Lucinda had to have been the best song I'd ever written I played I played Pitch and Fits for my brother and he was like dude that is the best song you've ever written and it really upset me that he told me that because it certainly wasn't in my head and then I released it and uh, I think it's the biggest song I got out I don't care about you know size and big songs and stuff, but all the things that led that song to be just some little apartment recording, you know, it's led me to some pretty cool, cool spots, and so um, I'm proud of it. It hit five million plays on Spotify yesterday.
Thank you all so much. It took me a minute, but I, I can kind of see why my brother told me that song is the best one I'd ever written. I still disagree, but I get it. And that song is real. Yeah, he's... You're a wizard. Uh, before I even start doing this one, uh, I want to forewarn everyone. Last Saturday, I think it was Saturday, or whatever day the 17th was, I played it uh, in Nashville at Americana Fest. It was the first show I've played in three months. Really cool. It was my first year playing there. But I was knocking rust off all night, and I probably still am. I haven't played a string of shows in quite a bit. That show was the first one in three months. So this song here is brand new, and uh, I just put it out on the second of this month. I haven't played it in front of anyone, like as far as a crowd goes. So I might fuck it up is what I'm getting at.
Thank you. I'm running out of water, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll take anything. Don't spend over five dollars on me. Well, I hope everyone that's here is enjoying their time here. Reaper. This one was inspired by the town that I grew up in. I grew up in Woodstock, Alabama, aka Shit Town, Alabama, and uh, Woodstock and West Blockton are neighboring towns and they're practically the same fucking place. If you live in Woodstock as a kid, you go to school in West Blockton. It's that kind of town, you know. And uh, West Blockton is an old, it's, a, it's an old coal town that's, you know, obviously not doing coal anymore. So I wrote a song about that place. It's called The Reaper. I grew up in an old coal mine town. People get high and they never come back down. So a lot of old ghosts. Call this place home. 
Seriously, thank you guys for hanging out so late with us. I'm going to do, I don't think I've done this one live in like a minute. I wrote a song called Chewing on Fire.
It's a new song I'm working on, guys. Call this one EAD. It's very nice. This next one's GBE. Yeah, yeah, we're still working on it. Once we take it to the studio, it's going to have backline drums and all kinds of shit. Do another old one for you guys. Um, so, like WB was talking about, like, 28 years old, man. Yeah, I'm 26. I'm not. Uh, this song was one of the first songs. Uh, this might have been the first song that I wrote that I was like, damn, this is not a bad song. I'd show this to some friends, you know. Uh, when I was 18, I right out of high school, I turned 18, and then I joined the railroad. Because that sounded way cooler than like going to college and partying and stuff. I was like, I'll just go to the fucking railroad, you know? It wasn't that cool. And uh, I got married at 20 years old. So I like kind of skipped a whole lot of those, you know, those years. I'm like, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll just get a fucking job on the railroad at 18 and then get married at 20. I don't regret, th I don't regret the marriage. The railroad thing is bullshit, though. So anyway, um, I ended up writing this song out of it, and it was just my first, you know, taste of traveling around and, and being gone all the time and being stuck up inside of hotel rooms away from your family and the people you wanted to be around. And that's what the railroad, you know, a lot of that is that. And a lot of play music is that. But at least when you play music for a living, you get to do what you love to do. It's not nearly as bad checking into a, a hotel room when you know you're on the road to come to the borough in Lexington, Kentucky and play for yeah. all you people. You know, it's fucking great. But at this time, yeah, 19, 20-year-old me, fucking hated it. Couldn't stand it. And I wrote this song.
seen me before I've always got a hat on I'm trying to break that you know I got like I'm starting to get older I think I don't know I'm, I feel like I'm pushing 30 a lot I turned 27 in November I'm like man you keep wearing these fucking hats you yeah you ain't gonna have you ain't gonna have nothing on top of your head when you're like 35 <laughs> so I'm trying to do like job security type stuff right now <laughs> Uh, there's a theme to a lot of my songs, and it's that fuck for that job. That's pretty much it. I wrote this one one night on the assembly line at Mercedes-Benz when I was building cars for those guys. We built like 400 cars in 10 hours, and, and we would get you know, like 16, 17 bucks an hour for that, and then they would sell those cars for like $80,000, $90,000 each. You know? And uh, that's kind of what I got. Just do music, just get the fuck out of here. So I wrote this song one night on the assembly line. It's called Blue Collar. There's a job I've been working. 
Thank you all so much. I would give it, but someone else is already taking it. Thank you. I'll take that. I like that. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some new songs for y'all that are not released. That um, they're not like super secret or nothing. But when you finally do hear them once they're released, you're not gonna hear them the way that you hear them tonight. Uh, because, one, I changed a few things, and then, two, there's like a whole fucking band involved for the next release, which will be the first time that's ever happened for my music.
you just had to come up here and let me know birds are in fact not real. They're all government drones. I believe it. Never saw like a pigeon that wasn't doing some weirdly human shit, you know? Hanging out at McDonald's and shit. Right. I, I don't ever, I never, ever, ever, ever play this song. It's only, only for WB I will play this song. It's an old, old song that I don't even remember how to play. But every time I'm around WB, I'll play it for him. It's the very first song that I ever, uh, that he ever heard of mine. I swear I'd pull up every spike this side of the Mason-Dixon line.
You'll only ever hear that song if you're hanging out with me and WB at his house or at one of his shows. It just kind of became this thing, man, you know? I mean, it's almost like a poem more than a song. All right, uh, one, two, or three. I had three of my new songs, and you guys chose the one I'll play for you tonight. Uh, this is called Something Wrong Inside My Head. Hope you guys enjoy it. Shaping up to be a real fine day. The skies look pretty in the sunshine. Thank y'all so much for being here tonight. It's like past my bedtime, guys. I'm sorry. Gotta get out of here. And thank y'all for hanging out. Me and WB and all of our friends and being here tonight. I know it's a, what is it, a Wednesday? It's a school night. It's a work night. And uh, I think it's pushing like 12 a.m. or so. So thank y'all for being here. Thanks for listening to my music and for paying attention to every, everyone else that played tonight. It means the world to us artists. Uh, I know a lot of us have merch, so if y'all haven't bought anything, maybe you have. If you haven't, swing by and buy, buy some t-shirts or stickers, whatever you can. I guess until WB does another show, thank y'all so much.
Yeah, time sure does fly by when you're having fun. So what you mean we've been here about as long as we're welcome? Yeah, I reckon it's about time to get our satchels and go, Hank. That's right. Friends, we'll see you again in the morning. Until then, this is Hank Williams saying best of luck and health to you. Thanks for listening. If the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you in the morning. Lola, put the coffee pot on, put the biscuits in the oven. I'll be there right away, if not sooner than that.